On the last day of the Summer Games, the final sporting highlight was the marathon and the gold medal won by Ugandan Stephen Kivritic. The last time Uganda won a gold medal? Well, that was back in 1972 and that was the last time the country's anthem was played at an Olympic medal ceremony. Now, this recording was a brand new recording, as were all of the national anthems played in the UK over the last two weeks. Composer Philip Shepard and sound engineer Jake Jackson were responsible for recording a staggering 205 national anthems for the Olympics and Paralympics, which they did in just 52 hours with the assistance of the London Philharmonic. When I was first asked to to rearrange all the national anthems, my, my initial reaction was one of kind of blind terror and excitement. And then I think I pretty quickly got on the phone to Jake and said, how on earth do we actually physically do this? Um, I thought it would be a case of somebody giving me a pile of scores and saying, here, start from these and you can rework them. But actually, I wasn't given any material to work from at all, so it was a case of three months of kind of frantic research and a lot of writing and a lot of coffee. We were given a full list of countries from Afghanistan. All the way through to Zimbabwe. Both Jake and I were working from spreadsheets the entire way through the process. And the problem is they're so large that the moment you start looking at them, it all becomes terrifying again. So it kind of worked by continent, to be honest with you. I, I, I think we managed to get it all done. I'm, I'm still worried we might have missed an anthem out, but I don't think we missed any countries out at all. I think we found one or two along the way, actually. <laughs> Philip and I discussed where we should record the national anthems and we, we discussed Abbey Road because uh, it's a fantastic studio and it, and it also gives everything that the Britain's about, really, as in terms of a recording studio, history, heritage, amazing microphones uh, and fantastic technology. Yeah, so we had uh, Abbey Road booked for sort of six days to record these in. And and when Jake and I sat down and worked it out, we realised we'd got 52 hours recording time, which on occasion we had to give the musicians breaks, surprisingly, (laughs) um, which meant we had 12 minutes to record each anthem. There's no... What people don't necessarily realise about recording, whether it's for a film or television or for a national anthem, is there's no rehearsal. As soon as you start playing, you are recording. uh, and, And that's... That's quite sobering, really, because it means that you, you play something through once. You've already used a few minutes. So the second time you play it through, it pretty much has to be perfect. So we, we did have the odd day off, and I thought, well, that's great, because we've done nine hours recording you know, on, on the Monday, and the orchestra are going to have the Tuesday off. Little did I know, they had actually gone down to an opera house and rehearsed a four-hour-long Wagner opera. I mean, these, these people... You know, we talk about athletes... These people are endurance athletes. All I had to do was wave my arms around. These people were playing very difficult instruments and sight-reading extraordinarily hard music. We recorded 205 anthems, but the anthems are only ever used when somebody wins a gold medal. Now, 140 of the countries have never had their anthems played at an Olympic Games, which is, which is quite extraordinary. But the great news was that the anthems have actually been used for the welcome ceremonies for all of the athletes as they come into the, into the um, athletes' village. So they do all get used, which is quite heartening.
The longest anthem uh, that I had to work with before cutting it down was that of Uruguay, which is about six minutes and 50 seconds long. Now, in, a, in an Olympic medal ceremony, you've only really got about 60 to 90 seconds to, to play with. That's this kind of window uh, of time. And so with that, I had to kind of do some fairly drastic surgery to the anthem and kind of choose one of the tunes out of the middle. But they were very gracious about it and uh, said I'd chosen the right tune to, to arrange. Uh, the shortest anthem I had to work on was um, Uganda, which is it's absolutely beautiful. It's only nine bars long. So with the Ugandan authorities, I contacted them and said, you know, I'd quite like to do a couple of variations to take it up to a minute long. And, um, yeah, they, they let us do that. We each had, had favourite anthems, and uh, I, my, my favourite anthems were probably the Cayman Islands. And Bhutan. I'm a kind of old brass band man, so I like some of the military kind of um, South American ones are fantastic. They're very proud, they're very loud. Uh, rearranging God Save the Queen for, for Great Britain was, it was a particular responsibility. Because it's a tune that, that divides people. Some people love it and some people really don't like it at all. And for me, I just had to pretend I'd never heard it. I'd say also what's difficult about doing the, the national anthems that are well-known is that they are well-known. We all know them terribly well. And you're starting from a sort of a, a benchmark of something being familiar and, and, and brilliant. And you've got to kind of match that and go beyond it but also from a technical point of view there were a couple of anthems where they were in a in a maybe in a scale that was unusual or exotic to to both myself and the orchestra i think turkmenistan was in one that was in quite an exotic kind of key structure and there's a point where you have to say well i have to imagine that i'm a turkmenistan musician and yeah we're just going to go for this and that that was actually really satisfying in the end because, it, you know, we wanted them to be exotic as well, where necessary. We spent as long as on countries like Kiribati and Bhutan as we did on our national anthem. From a moral point of view, that was the correct thing to do because it's lovely actually labouring the same amount of hours on a country that might field two athletes. But, they, you know, they're at the Olympic Games. And you never know who's going to win the next gold medal. And that was Philip Shepard and Jake Jackson. And you can hear more from them on thetakeaway.org.